Well, good morning, and uh, welcome to the Global Church Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Jim. And uh, appreciate you tuning in to uh, listen to this uh, this episode. And uh, got a few things that we're kind of excited to talk about. Right, yeah. <clears throat> leaving for a trip tomorrow. and Yeah, yeah. kind of wanted to start off this morning um, in our uh, missiology class that we've been having and during the second hour uh, an adult learning center um, it, it we had um, three three main components to the class it we started off with giving the biblical basis for missions and then we went into the history of missions mm-hmm. And this past Sunday, we started on the strategy of missions. And um, during the uh, prior section, uh, the section on the history of missions, Josh Hummer was uh, doing the presenting on that. And he, he did a great job of going through um, each time period. There's major uh, sections of time period where very specific events were happening in, in, in the history of the church and missions and just the the carrying out of missions and the spread of the church and and uh, one of the I, I mean one of the main things that I think really really stands out and it's and it's really no different than what you see all the way through the Old Testament and through Acts um, is just the the failure of mankind mm-hmm. you know the ineptitude of of mm-hmm. man and the divine intervention of god yeah um just over and over and over and over that really really yeah. stands out yeah. and and it's and it's that way from the very beginning mm-hmm. and and it makes sense that's why you know second timothy 1 9 says that before the foundations of the earth god predetermined this eternal plan of redemption that would be by grace and through christ right. and and he knew, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and yeah, we're I agree the ones with that. that are shocked. Yeah, um, even all the way back, you know, right after Christ ascended to heaven, and the you know, beginning of the church there, yeah. you know, um, and those lessons are on the website, uh, right? If you guys wanted to go back and visit the visit that class, the missiology class that that Josh did, it was very, very interesting. Uh, to see the faithfulness of God mm-hmm. is really to to build His church and to establish His church, not based upon you know the faithfulness of man, like you mentioned the the ineptitude of man and you know man's continual failure, but God's continual faithfulness to to establish the church and to and it was really encouraging to Rach and I, yeah. and um, so we we walked away saying, hey, to just really. Uh, strengthen our confidence in God hmm. overall to just you know build this church you know right. here we are in the states and coming out of you know the focus we've we've had the past number of weeks um you know our world and our culture is just it's going in you know in the wrong direction right running away from God right but it strengthened our confidence in God to just remember and rely on the fact that he is the one that's going to be building and establishing his church and the gates of hell you know cannot and will not stand against it right so yeah right so 
yeah yeah and so then he he laid that out over four four weeks and then this past week i began the section on strategy and so this first week i wanted to show a bit of the big picture of the current status of missions and in order to begin moving into uh, what we specifically do in terms of our strategy and carrying out global missions here at FBC. That's what the next three weeks will be mm-hmm. focusing on, what we're specifically doing, how we're specifically involved. But this first week paints the picture of the current status of missions uh, in order to you know, show the, the importance and the significance for why we do what we do mm-hmm. and why we do it the way we do it mm-hmm. and why we focus on what we focus on. And, and as I was pulling stats together on, um, you know, just to paint that picture of the current status of global missions mm-hmm. uh, today, I, there were just some facts that I was just shocked by. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, we know that the, the total population of the, of the world right now is like seven and a half billion. Okay. And... 42.2% are still classified as unreached. That's just mm-hmm. phenomenal to mm-hmm. me. Um, that 7.5 billion are broken up into like 16,591 people groups. Okay. Um, over 6,000 of them are still unreached. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just in this day and age of I don't know, just, you know, modern technology and all that we have to speed up the process and to, and and make places more accessible. You know, it it used to be Mm -hmm. that it would take missionaries a hundred years or a hundred years, six months to, to get to Africa or to get to Asia. Right. And many of those early missionaries, they, they pack their belongings in pine boxes mm-hmm. you know that were going to be their coffins yeah yeah and they weren't planning to return and right, right. you know even when annette and i first went to thailand in 1989 um there was no internet there was no you know texting and you know any of that stuff and and it took you know a week at least a week to get a letter home and a week at least you know if somebody right. wrote a letter right away then a week so two weeks before you're hearing any kind right. of response, right? And but now it's instant, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it used to be that people did translation on a typewriter, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I mean, just think about when you're texting just a short little text and how many times you miss a word and oh, you go back and insert it, you know, mm-hmm. or you change it or autocorrect. Yeah. Well, sure. when you're typing up a whole page of scripture <clears throat> and you miss a the, you know, well, you're retyping the whole page. Right. You're not just and so. Yeah. You know, just the things that, you know, the technology we have today right. and uh, to still have this this huge number of, of unreached people uh, just kind of blew me away. Mm-hmm. And then some of the other stats is that, so you've heard of the 1040 window. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the area of the, of the world that's uh, 10 degrees lateral north of the equator to 40 degrees uh, lateral north right. of the equator so it's that rectangular window and it kind of runs across Asia um, and the north part of Africa um, and so um, that's where the bulk of the unreached people groups reside uh, in the world 
in that 1040 window. Um, it's 40% of all the um, it's forty percent of all the unreached people groups that exist in the world reside in, in that, that in that in window. That, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, going on, um, and then then what really blew me away. Okay, so when you look at when you look at the uh, just the number of unreached people that still exist in the world, and then you compare it to what we have in terms of our resources today as Christians. You know, first is the number number of Christians. Um, you know, worldwide, people who claim to be Christians, um, there's like 2.2 billion. But that, you know, that in, that includes Catholics and you know other denominations. In terms of evangelical Christians, there's a total of like 550 million. Um, and and so that means that. If you break that down, that means there are 78,000 evangelical Christians for every one unreached people group, mm. or 900 churches for every one unreached people mm. group. Yeah, 900 churches. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it just makes you think. How many? Yeah. How many churches would it take to reach a people group? Right. So if one church or those 900 churches would take an interest in in one people, people group unreached people unreached group, people yeah. group then then and target them and in, in since then yeah we ever had everything we'd have everything covered yeah yeah <laughs> and then how many of those like how many of those people groups then you know they they, they you know there, nobody resides just in one country you know you have right, right. you have people from every people group probably spread out all over and many of them even right here in the u.s Mm -hmm. which brings up another another stat is that there's a million international students that come and study in the u.s Mm -hmm. a year a million um some of which people from our church have hosted right you know through the years right um i know there's a lot of international students down there at rma yeah, the people here have hosted. Yeah, um, Shenandoah University. Yeah, I think has a lot of international students. Right. that people here have, have hosted those those types of things. Is what you're talking about, right? Yeah, and sixty two percent. So a million come and study in the U.S. every year. Sixty two percent of those international students are from those ten forty window countries. Mm-hmm. So sixty two percent are from you know the area where the largest population of the most unreached people groups reside and so you know it's 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 possible to reach people from some of these remaining unreached people groups without even leaving our country right right it's just really really interesting to me yeah that's a different perspective when we think about it uh and 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 contemplate it that way yeah that they that they're actually coming here right and um if there were a way to specifically and intentionally target you know reach out to them yeah and trust the lord to lead us to hungry hearts yep for the purpose of um, seeing them trust the lord as their savior and then be grounded right 
um, or maybe lead us to some that are already saved right and disciple them yeah. before going back to their country yeah. which is the 1040 window of the area that you're describing mm-hmm. then that's a way to reach them yep without going anywhere yeah right yeah <laughs> that's a different it is that's a different perspective on and things. so of those of those million students that come uh another stat said that only 10 percent of those international students are reached by christian ministries and it said 80 percent will return after studying here without ever having been invited into an american home 80 mm-hmm. percent yeah yeah and then another uh, stat is that um 40 percent of the current um 220 heads of state, you know, heads of state over 220, you know, countries in the world, 40% of them, the current heads of state, have at one time studied in the U.S. So they could have been potentially uh, intentionally reached out to. Yeah. um, Like if the the church in America. and, and, And that could have been impactful to those people who are now currently heads of state. Right in another country. So yeah. if this if if this was a major focus and a major part of the strategy of the church in America, mm-hmm. focusing on the international students that come, you know, had this been the focus and the strategy for you know the last however many years, right, right. I mean, who knows where things could be today? Yeah, you know, the yeah. potential. Right, right. Um, that doesn't mean that everybody you reach out to is going to sure. believe. Right. You know, we know that the Holy Spirit has to do that work and right. prepare hearts, but just the the possibility that yeah. exists um i just yeah. think is it's a it's a great it, it and it just stands out to me as <laughs> we're, we're 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 continuing to see you know in terms of the, the the function of the church and the strategy of the church in our day and age exactly what josh laid out you know over the last right four weeks of just going through you know the different um time periods of church history and the right. history of missions and just a failure of the church over and over and over and yeah. over, and, and yeah. it's continuing on. And, yeah. you know, to have 900 churches for every one unreached people group. Yeah. Man, that's just, yeah. the manpower right. is there. Right, You know, just, that's just. Yeah, yeah, potentially possible, yeah. Another another aspect is the, um, is the, the finances. You know, so the resources, okay, in time, in terms of the people, we have, you know, plenty of Christians to do, to you know, to do the task mm-hmm. or reach the unreached. Um, the opportunities, you know, it it isn't all just going, you know, going sure. overseas and going to those countries, yeah. um, because again, many many of those, and and this is one of the, you know, this is part of the vision of. Joel and Rachel in going to Thailand and working with the Thai church, mm-hmm. Thailand is just a, it's, it's a hub. It's a hub for, you know, it's one of the free countries that exist. It's surrounded by many closed countries. And a lot of the people groups that you have in Thailand extend into those closed countries. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to go and work with the Thai church and establish the Thai church and, and help the Thai church grow and mature and begin to have a burden and vision for reaching the unreached in their region different places in asia exactly sure yeah and and so just you know you there's many of those people that are you know part of unreached groups from some of those countries 
that are in Thailand working. Mm -hmm. I guarantee mm -hmm. it. And um, and so that's part of the strategy there. And so the the resources for doing the job or you know the task, you know, in terms of the um, the personnel. You know, there's 900 churches mm -hmm. for every unreached people group. There's mm -hmm. 78,000 Christians for every unreached people group. So there's enough, potentially enough churches and enough people. Right. Okay. The opportunities. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's opportunities there. There's many, I think, untapped, unlooked at, you know, opportunities yeah. uh, for engaging with unreached people groups. And then in terms of the finances, um, so the the annual income of all church members and this you know this again this includes catholics this includes everybody is like 42 trillion dollars um for the and then the the funds that are given to to just christian causes in general um you know there's many christian causes that aren't necessarily you know the purpose evangelism or church planting there's sure. a lot of humanitarian sure. work out there, orphanages, schools, uh, hospitals, drilling wells, mm -hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And so there's um, seven, so of that 42 trillion, 700 billion goes to just Christian causes in general. And, and that's, okay, so this is, you know, this is people who claim to be Christians worldwide. Um, well, that's that's the same amount that Americans spend in, on Christmas, mm. seven hundred billion. Um, of that seven hundred billion, what is given to missions, and this is missions in general, not just reaching the unreached. You know, there's a lot of again a lot of uh, a lot of missions that takes place in a lot of places and a lot of focuses. And so just what is given to missions in general is 45 billion. Mm. So 42 trillion altogether, mm -hmm. 700 billion given to Christian causes, and then 45 billion goes to missions, which is 6.4% of the money that's given to Christian causes of any kind. Mm -hmm. Just 6% mm -hmm. goes to missions. Um, then of that 45 billion, what is going to uh, sp specifically uh, for the purpose of um, reaching the unreached is only 450 million. Mm. That, that comes out to um, for every $100,000 that Christians, this is Christians worldwide, mm -hmm. that Christians worldwide give, for every hundred thousand dollars, one dollar goes to reaching the unreached. Hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of pathetic. That amount, yeah. that four hundred fifty million, that is going to reach the unreached, is the same amount that Americans spend on buying Halloween costumes for their pets. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so it just adds to, you know, yeah. the, um, yeah. the picture, yeah. you know, the big picture yeah. of how, you know, I just think, again, in, in our day and age, in terms of, you know, reaching the world, reaching the unreached, we just, the church, the church in general, we just continue, continue to fail. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the um, another interesting stat is the uh, so a minute ago we talked about the number of number of workers that we have available. You know, nine hundred churches for every unreached people group. Yeah. Um, Seventy-eight thousand evangelical Christians for every unreached people group. Uh, so all the missionaries in the world, including Catholic and, and Protestant, there's like 400,000 foreign missionaries uh, throughout the world. Um, 13,315 are focused on the unreached, which is 3.3% are focusing on the unreached. Um, 95% of... Um, so there's like... Um, let me find my stats here. Um, yeah, so there's um, full-time, so full-time Christian workers in the world. Uh, there's 5.5 million altogether. And so that that's not just missionaries. That includes, you know, pastors, um maybe people that are teaching in Christian schools. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. lots of Christian schools around the world, lots of Catholic schools. There's, you know, there would be people, anybody that's a Christian that is working in a ministry or a church anywhere around the world. I mean, it could be hospital, school, church, missionary, you know, all of it. So there's like 5.5 million. Um, of 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 that 5.5 million 20,500 of them are working among um, working among the unreached mm. and so that means like 90 95% mm. of all the the christian workers in the world are working among the reached people groups not among not the, the unreached you know, yeah right 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 very yeah. few among the unreached yeah. yeah which again i just think yeah really adds to yeah the picture yeah. and the and the mis focus yeah. um yeah that's amazing um and i'm hearing a lot of these stats for the first time right right now right we talked about it for like two minutes yesterday right um and so it's kind of mind-boggling to hear them and take them all in at once um but it is uh it's that's staggering. It's overwhelming to think about that and the process, all that. Um, and again, you shared this in its completeness just this past Sunday in our learning center uh, class. Right. And so if people listening wanted to hear the full class mm-hmm. and your PowerPoint will be there, mm-hmm. um, right. that's a possibility for yeah i went through all these stats there so yeah so if you're listening and saying hey that's like super interesting um right i'd like to hear it developed more and actually see the numbers and process the numbers a bit more and think about it a bit more it's available yeah uh for people to people to listen to yep yeah yep that's amazing yeah, and then so that just leads, you know, for me it just leads into what we do and why yeah. we do it and and where we're actually going tomorrow. Yeah. You know, we're leaving tomorrow to go to Togo. Right. And and so when I just said that 
95% of all Christian workers are working among the reached, then why do we as a church work with the church? Right, right. You know, why aren't we specifically sending missionaries to these unreached people groups? Why are we working with the church in these mm-hmm. countries? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, another interesting stat was that, you know, that, that 1040 window, um, the, the five, five of the main countries where, that, that where the uh, largest, unreached, largest population of unreached people groups reside we're working with the church in four of those countries. Mm. Yeah. yeah. China, Nepal, India, and Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah. 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 So where we're going to go tomorrow to Togo, um, we're working with church leaders there. Yep. And uh, we're going to be with the Lokpa group. And next week, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll be uh, conferencing with them for three days with, I don't know, 100 or 120 church leaders. Right. Uh, a lot of them will be husband-wife teams, yeah. which is great. <clears throat> but And then followed by meeting with some yeah. of the leaders from the TEM right. group for the, first, for the first time. But our goal with the LOKPA group there is to, is to train and equip those churches and the leadership in those churches so that they can go out and reach right. more, right. Uh, more people. Right. And so... Um, they're the ones that we see it as being their job to go and to reach these unreached people groups. Right. We don't necessarily see it as FBC's job per se. This yeah. is kind of trying to get real specific to mm-hmm. the conversation of the unreached people groups. Mm-hmm. But you know, we we have the opportunity to uh, to really be involved with a with a large group of churches. Mm-hmm. And then that large group of churches, they then can go out and reach these unreached people groups. And another another stat that I had seen that that gives reason for this is that okay, so those those ninety uh, the, those uh, main unreached people groups in that ten forty window from those five you know main countries, they're the. the um, uh, the, the, the locations of those, uh, 95% of the remaining unreached people groups are closed to American missionaries. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, Amer- Americans can't go there as missionaries. Right, right. I know that there's other creative ways of going, right. uh, and some do. But yeah. in terms of you know, being free to go there as a missionary like you can in Thailand, right. you know, it's, it's not possible. Right, right. But... But the national church, right? The church that yeah. is living in that cultural context, if it's if it's discipled and mature in the faith, and and has a heart for the work of the ministry, and has some vision cast for them in terms of you know what what the need is that right around them, right in their own country, they can right. they can reach those people, right? And they're the yeah. ones that are there interacting with them and, and seeing, meeting some of them in the markets and rubbing shoulders with them right. and, you know, the ones that are there. So it, it uh, yeah. Yesterday we were talking to Juan on the phone with the Quechua right. folks and uh, he's ministering to 60 pastors, uh, Quechua pastors. And uh, he was just describing to us, there's 15 or 20 new pastors coming Mm. to that group Mm. 
And again, that's the same, you know, tomorrow we're leaving to go with the Lopa and Benin, teaching that group of pastors. Mm -hmm. Juan's working with the Quechua Mm -hmm. and that group of pastors so that that group of pastors um, can go into the, you know, the mountains of Ecuador into more, you know, unreached groups there. And so the potential is just, um, is is great. Yeah. Uh, And again, we could go all around the world and name places where where God has us doing that. You know, we were in Malawi in February, and we're going to be going back, or in December, we're going to be going back there in March. Yeah. So there's all these different places around the world where God has given us the opportunity to mm. you know partner with these with these with these folks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then in uh, in Togo, there are eight people groups that are still classified as mm. unreached. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, um, if, if you know geography and where, um, where Togo is, as, you know, as, as Africa comes around to the left, that big bump comes around to the left, and then it goes flat before it turns south again. They're right on that flat section mm-hmm. is where Togo and Benin are. Well, just north of them is you know where the 1040 window runs through there and and it's i mean that whole area in the north is you know it's mainly muslim Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. and it's 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 where a lot of unreached people reside Mm -hmm. and they're very closed you know to outsiders but you know some of these other african countries is they have you know churches that are established and mature in the faith and there's much greater potential for them to reach those unreached people groups than like for us to go from here sure. or for us to send right. people from right. here. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and um in Benin, we'll be in Benin first, there's thirteen people groups that are still classified as unreached. Um which total a population of over two million people. So yeah. yeah. And you mentioned the second part of our trip, uh is really a two two part trip, right? You know, the first part is going to be with the Lokpa, mm-hmm. and then the second part is going to be with the Kotokoli mm-hmm. um, and Sokade there, mm-hmm. um, and they're pretty much this group we're going to be with is going to be uh, former Muslims, mm-hmm. and so they're coming out of that background, mm-hmm. and so it's going to be a new group that we've never met with before, mm-hmm. and so um, uh, it's exciting to see. You know, God opening up an opportunity with with a with a new group mm-hmm. that um, they're gathering together for um, like the early stages of a of a of a Bible school over mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. that um, that uh, that that we're able to be a part of, and so yeah, it's we're going to take um, three four days to introduce them to grace, introduce them to the finished work of Christ, and and uh, kind of give a big picture of um, what we do we're taking over a ton of lessons Mm -hmm. Um, we're taking over you know almost two suitcases full of lessons that have been translated into french and um that's you know the the language that they speak in terms of the kodakoli group the lokba group they they've got their own language but um, yeah we're taking over tons of lessons to leave behind with Mm -hmm. them and kind of give them an overview of things for a couple days yeah yeah yeah, so just all of this, it just really, um, I, I just think it's really interesting. I, it, um, I, I think it's really, it, it really helps us, I think, evaluate, you know, 
um, where we're working, um, what the needs are that still exist in the areas, you know, of the churches where we're working with. Um, it, it adds to the excitement, I think, of some of the places where we're working, um, like with, you know, some of the churches we're working with in India. Mm-hmm. Um, India is, is um, one of the places that has by far the most, uh, num- you know, the, the, in terms of the amount of unreached people groups. And mm-hmm. still there's, there's like over 2,000. 2200 2400 something like that yep. unreached people groups that still live you know still that reside in india alone and um i think it you know in the future it would be interesting to do some research and find you know list out those people groups and find out how many of them you know have people in the u.s and right. you know what part of the u.s are they at and that kind of thing hmm. um just in terms of looking at things more strategically right. makes me excited about our involvement with uh, Joshua and Simon mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. Nigeria and um, Equa and just their whole organization of churches. They right. have 10,000 churches, 10 million members, and they've sent out two, uh, 200,000 mission, 200,000, 2,000 missionaries across Africa right. and some into Europe and, and so just the potential, you know, yeah. the potential for reaching and going into and, and targeting some of these unreached people groups. Right. And um, I just think is is great. Yeah. Yeah. We were just this week uh, received some emails from Augustine mm-hmm. and Hanson as well. Right. Um, in India. And um, and he was given testimony to, you know, God doing great work in people's lives. And they have outreach going on in, in different er- different areas mm. and um, reaching out to uh, different platforms to communicate truth to people, uh, whether it be gathering other pastors together to help train and equip them, them to. He was also communicating simply um, drawn alongside a struggling couple mm. and uh, seeing God, you know, God working in their lives. So there's um, yeah, great testimony of what, Hmm. what's going on you know over there in india yeah. with those guys yeah it's it's you know we get the privilege of reading all those things firsthand yeah but also get the chance through this you know through this channel to share a little bit with you guys about about things that are right you know, happening as well that that's really really yeah. wonderful and and, yeah. really, and really neat stuff going on yeah yeah amen yeah uh last night i was looking at yeah uh, you know just looking up some more information and stats and uh on the joshua project website you know they have a lot of maps and mm-hmm. all you know focused on people groups and all like that and they have one that uh it's a map that just shows it's color-coded shows the classifications of the people groups you know reached um uh, unevangelized unreached least reached and and where they're at and it's like it's like you know the red is are the ones that are just they're unreached mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are mainly in the 1040 window and you, and it the map it just I mean it just shows it's like it's like the gospel is just spread around the edges and it's just working its way in and in and in and you have this you know this yeah, rectangle yeah. in the center that's all red mm-hmm. uh, in that 1040 window that it's like it's just you know and <clears throat> And it's, you know, mainly among the Hindus and the Muslims, um, 
are the main two religious groups where the majority of the unreached are a part of mm-hmm. and and they're yeah, um, <laughs> they're the uh, um, you know most closed and 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 uh, some of the hardest and most staunch and and uh, it it it's just really interesting to even project ahead and put it together right. with you know even like recently we've taught through the book of revelation we mm-hmm. taught through it in Kenya and I've been teaching our community group through it, and um, and you know we, we one thing that stands out to me about the tribulation is that all through the tribulation there's people that are getting saved, and and as you know as the tribulation progresses the catastrophes and the hardship that is unleashed mm-hmm. on the world gets worse and worse and worse, and at the end even after all that these people have been through you know there's people that get saved right at the very beginning you know as soon as the christians are all gone i think there's people that that recognize what's happening realize yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and get saved and and then there's a you know the first wave of the of the seals being released and there's people that get saved and then there's the trumpets and then people get saved and then there's the vials and people get saved and but at the end there's still people that are still shaking their fist at god Mm -hmm. And even after all, there's just a hardness, and and when you when you put that picture, you know, when you when you consider that picture in light of that map that shows you know mm-hmm. where the mm-hmm. red area resides and over those countries and the and the religions that are it's like okay, I could see I I, I can now see that taking place. Right, I can now because right. before you'd read through it, it's like. How can anybody go through all this and that, still def- shake their fist yeah, at God? Be that defiant. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I can picture yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just, it's interesting. Yeah. It's its really yeah. interesting to to consider yeah. and to, and yeah. so, yeah, it makes me, makes me thankful for what God is doing, sure. you know, and, and what he's allowing us to be a yeah. part of here at FBC. Yeah, so to bring it home to yep. us here, yep. um, we'd appreciate your prayers mm. as we head out tomorrow. Uh, ben Sanford's going to go with us, and we'll meet uh, Pete and Carolyn mm. over there. It's a 12-day trip, a little on the longer end of what we would normally uh, take, so we appreciate your prayers while we're gone. Mm. And, um, and again, we've mentioned it before. You may be saying in your mind, you know, how can I be or how am I you know, personally involved in these unreached people groups or mm-hmm. in this 1040 window? Well, like we've said before, if it weren't for the giving of FBC, then trips like this wouldn't be possible. Right. And uh, you know, the financial support that we're able to send out you know, to lots of people monthly around the world uh, wouldn't be possible. So mm-hmm. just, you know, we're just, so, Everybody in FBC is a part of reaching unreached people groups and reaching people, um, whether you realize it or not, you're a part of it. Amen. And so, and so, uh, thanks for that. And mm-hmm. that's what makes uh, FBC missions possible. Also, wanted to um, just remind everybody that uh, you mentioned Joel and Rachel in Thailand, and um, they're going to be having. Uh, some meet and greets mm. and I mentioned those a couple of weeks ago when we were interviewing them again and so one is this coming Sunday 
Uh, it's going to be after the second service. It's at 12.15 in the hospitality suite. So if you wanted to just talk to them more or hear more about specifically what it is that uh, God is leading them to do uh, while they're you know in Thailand, that would be a great opportunity to just uh, spend time with them. Hmm. And I know everybody's busy, so we've, we've made three. There's also going to be one on February the 23rd, and then there's going to be one on March the 1st. So there's three opportunities to um, spend time with them and be specifically involved with them. We're, you know, FBC is a family and we're a body and and we're sending them as part of our family and as part of our, mm-hmm. our body. And so um, we want, uh, this isn't just FBC Missions is sending them out. Uh, Fellowship Bible Church is sending them out. Right. And so um, this is a chance for people to be involved through prayer, through partnering with them in terms of uh, homeschooling stuff, in terms of uh, uh, when they would come back for home assignment stuff, reconnecting with them, communicating with them while they're there, uh, receiving communication from them back on this side. So there's, I've been thinking about it this way. Like uh, Henry, we're visiting colleges, soon to visit colleges for Henry. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a junior. Right. We're, gonna send him, we're gonna send him to school, but he's part of our family. Hmm. And so we're involved in that sending of him to where he goes. And obviously we're gonna stay connected and involved hmm. you know, with him as he goes. I've sure. been thinking about it in that context, the same thing with Joel and Rachel. You know, we're a family here. We're, we're, we're an organism. We're the body of Christ here, and we're sending them out. And we have an opportunity to be involved with, with them as we send them out, and they are an extension of our family and, and an extension of our body when they are over in Thailand. Mm-hmm. So just want to keep that in front of us as a family and a body here at the church and, and remember those dates uh, if you'd like to have a chance to talk to him personally or, or reach out to him and, or call him and email him or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Amen. Yep. Yep. So. All right. Yeah. So we want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode and uh, appreciate your prayers as we're gone over the next uh, 12 days or so. Yeah. And uh, look forward to reconnecting after we get back. Yep. Thanks. Take care. <laughs>